The Crows Radio Show with Source. He tumbles it forward. It's going to be through. Source Jacobs, what a goal. And Tomo. Massive week in football. Massive show on Triple M. Hello, Crows fans. Good to have your company once again. This is the last... Crows Radio Show of 2023, and my co-host has been supreme for every one of these editions. Sammy Jacobs, hello, mate. Hello, mate. Bit of silver lining. Unfortunately, it's the end of the season. It's our last Crows show, but, uh, mate, we go out with a bang today, don't we? We're, oh, yeah. We have a little look. We chat to Wayne Miller, which is uh, a really good chat. Yeah, uh, we caught up with him one-on-one throughout the week, Saucy. We did, yeah. So he's, he's, he's actually had a really good year, Junior, to his mm. credit. He's come back and from some pretty significant injuries. And, yeah. Um, starting to play some really good footy off half-back. And we ask him what it's like to be a leader uh, as well back there with such a young group. Talked to Brad Symes as well, which, yeah. Uh, yeah, which is nice. Uh, see what he's up to uh, away from footy. Doing plenty in the finance world, isn't he? Absolutely. Right up your alley, mate. Oh, Just yeah. turn your, uh, mm. yeah, your, your big what up there into <laughs> a lot more money. <laughs> I don't know about that whatsoever. <laughs> um, anyway... Uh, also, Source, with one door that closes, another one does open. The men's season done and dusted, but the women's just around the corner. Absolutely, mate. We've got some absolute excitement machines in the AFLW team, and there's none better than Danielle Ponta. So we have a – she goes one-on-one with Ed Marinoff and, and has a bit of a laugh there at training. And also, mate, we, we reflect and we go through our top five moments from the 2023 season uh, with the men. So oh, yeah. obviously disappointing to miss finals, but there's uh, a lot of positives come out of it. Yep, let's get stuck into it, mate. Crows Radio Show with Sauce and Tomo. And Saucy went one-on-one with one of the excitement machines, not only the Adelaide Football Club, but the competition, Wayne Miller. Here's how the chat played out. I'm joined here by Wayne Miller, who's obviously one of my favourite teammates, Junior Boy. Welcome to the Crows Radio Show. Thanks for having me, Saucy. Thanks, you. Now, Junior, uh, let's let's talk about this year, season 2023. You've had a, a, a pretty good year, I, I feel, anyway. You've um, obviously bounced back from some injuries and been able to play all but one game. I think you missed round two, but other than that, you've, you've having a pretty good year. Yeah, no, it's been good. I think it's the first time in, in a long time that I've been able to um, string some games together and, and almost play a full season. So, um, yeah, it's been it's been good. Um, I've had sort of patches there where it's been good. And I think early on, patch, uh, I didn't play the best footy, but um, it's sort of slowly got better over the year. Now, you've had, obviously, you've battled a lot of injuries in the, in the last few years. Um, how, how hard did that prove that time? And did you, I guess, have a bit of self-doubt whether, you, you know, your body would hold up to AFL footy or sort of what's that process been like? Yeah, it was definitely a long process. Um, you definitely, uh, at times, you, you you question and stuff like that. But um, you know, our, our staff was awesome. You know, they they noticed when I wasn't having my best days, and they sort of yeah. um, you know adjusted to that because it's such a long process. And um, and they they've worked with a lot of boys, and they sort of can t- can tell when blokes aren't having their best days, and and they work around that. But um, yeah, it, they've been they were awesome in in getting me back to where. Um, to where I need to be and, and get me right and that's held me in good stead and, and been able to play some good you, footy now. You certainly haven't lost your step. You've been dancing with people <laughs> this year. Yes, it's, it's, um, it's come back slowly. It's starting to feel good. You're too humble. You're too <laughs> humble. Uh, now, mate, back off half-back this year, which has been good. Um, you started to get a lot of the footy now as well. I think your numbers have slowly risen and you know, you're up, you know, you've had those 25, 30 possession games this year, which, is, yep. which has been unreal off yep. half-back. So... Um, are you enjoying that role? Is that sort of where you feel most natural playing your footy? Obviously, started your career up forward, but yep. um, now you found your niche down back. Yeah, no, I definitely think it's um, where I played my best footy. I thought late in 2018, that's where I sort of played my best footy. And um, yeah, I think this year um, I slowly um, started to um, you know play some, get some good form, and I'm just really enjoying the group back there. Like it's a young group there, um, you know, it's really energetic. You know, you. Get, yeah. 
we've got Maxi and, and, and Nank and Bondi just um, talking crap most of the time. And, um, no, nah, they're good. Like, it's just a great group to work with. And, um, you know, you got the you're a little bit older boys, you know, Smithy and Tommy and, um, and Hingy there to work as well. But well, it's a great group. I was going to ask you about that. And over in recent weeks, Smithy's gone up and he's probably playing a bit more wing than he is probably half back. How yep. have you enjoyed the role of, you know, you're, a, you're more of an introverted personality. You're not a, an outgoing and yep. outspoken personality. How have you enjoyed, I guess, the, the leadership role? And are you someone that the boys turn to on game day to rely on to, to help voice them and give them comfort? Because... Outside of yourself, it's uh, I think Hingy had played forty yeah. games. Uh, Maxie's played <laughs> one season. Keeney's four or five games, obviously with Butsy and Muzzy. Yeah. But how have you gone with that uh, that leadership role? Yeah, it's been it's been it's been pretty uh, pretty good, I guess. It's more probably like the on field stuff, just helping get set up. And and Burns has said that to me. You know, he's like, um, you know, the boys sort of do look to me at, for, at stages, yeah. and um, being the I guess with not Smithy down there, being the more experienced pl- player, I guess. Um, so yeah, I guess it's just coming out of myself, and I've found that when I'm speaking and um, when I'm in, engaged and helping get set up, I've, I've probably played my best footy. So yeah. um, it's helped in that sense. It's um, I don't know a bit more of a responsibility on my shoulders to get outside myself and and help others, and um, and that's sort of what um, our whole or Nixie's whole philosophy yeah. f- philosophy is about. You know, yeah. um, prioritizing each other, and yes, yeah, it's, it's helped me. Um, as much as it's helped the group. That's good, mate. Because how old are you now? You're, 25. Yeah, 26. 26. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so. Getting Plenty old. Getting old. Now, uh, now, you are a father now. I want to speak to you about yeah. Carter, your, your little boy who, who we adore. Yeah. Um, we watch that he, he gets to come on the journey with you. How much yeah. do you love that part of footy, being able to, I guess, share it with you? You were a young dad when you had him. Yeah. Um, how much do you enjoy the you know being able to have him come along for the journey as well? Oh, and Nina too. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, I'm incredibly grateful for Nina, um, Brent, like helped me bring Carter into the world, and um, it's yeah, it's unreal. Like he just from the he helped me, I guess in that, well, him and Nina, they helped me yeah. in that pretty tough time when I when I was injured. So yeah. it's sort of you know, come he, he come at a, the right time, and um, and now just to you know watch him, he comes in the change rooms after the game and and runs a mark and yeah. um, gets around the boys and. Um, yeah, it's just it's just great. Yeah. Does he does he have a full understanding of you know dad's playing AFL and that sort of stuff, or he just thinks he's just coming to hang out with dad nah, in, the, think, in the footy locker room? Oh, he know. He, I think he knows like footy, but um, even when the I, I'm watching footy at home on Friday night yep. or something, he'd be like, "Daddy, football." It's like, <laughs> nah, it's not. That, yeah, it is, but it's it's not it's not actually. Um, but yeah, I guess he'll grow to learn eventually. But he's um. He doesn't really like the footy at the moment. He likes the soccer ball oh, more. So. No, 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 we don't want that to take over. But Hey, Junior, thanks very much for having a chat to us, mate. You have an outstanding year. Obviously, I love watching you play. Um, love you as a teammate as well. So no, thanks thank very much, much, mate, and uh, appreciate your time. Cheers, Saucy. Saucy, next weekend, the AFLW kicks off, mate. This is absolutely brilliant. Been like a hell of a build-up, hasn't it? <laughs> mate, we've been waiting. Still. The girls have been training since January. Yeah. So... Uh, unbelievable, mate. So yeah. uh, really exciting, really exciting. So in uh, the showdown, first of all, so mm-hmm. next Saturday, uh, the girls play uh, Port Adelaide at Norwood Oval, which is going to be big, obviously, uh, in between the men's buy yes. before finals. So obviously a great place to launch it, and, and hopefully we can get a lot of people along to the parade. Yeah, spot on, mate. And what a place for fo- football as well, down exactly at the parade. Right. Yeah, beautiful. Now, uh, earlier on in the year in the, the Crows radio show, we had Danielle Ponter on to talk about her relative that uh, designed the Aboriginal yeah. Indigenous Guernsey for the Crows to wear. That was brilliant. Absolutely, yeah. She's uh, she's an outstanding person, Danielle. We're very lucky to, to have her at the Crows. Obviously, she came down with the Northern Territory 
um, connection up there originally. So um, for someone who's played so much footy, had so much success, she's still so young. So uh, we love having her around the club. She's involved with our community programs as well. So let's have a listen to Eb Marinoff and Danielle Ponta having a chat. All right, Danny. Week five, it's your first full pre-season in Adelaide. Tell us about your big move and how you're enjoying it. Well, no. Yes. It hasn't been my first full pre-season. Hey, in Adelaide, in Adelaide. Based Down in Adelaide. Adelaide, yes. Yes. But like, no, like I've had pre-seasons in Adelaide before. Thank COVID for that. When did you decide to, I guess, commit to make the big move? I think it was towards like the end of last season that I really thought it might just be easier if I just made the move. It made it very difficult working and living in two different places. Flying down here, so, coming back. I guess the main reason for the move was for work. What have you felt in the last four weeks um, and the rewards that you're feeling? I feel like you've had a bit more of a leadership presence in that forward line. Like, Are you excited to take that and make that sort of your own? Yeah, I suppose so, but I guess we've had a few others like Lisa Whiteley and um, those girls that have been around for a while that um, will probably, you know, speak up and help out. I reckon you've had about three nominations for Mark of the Year, so <laughs> you can do it. Oh, we've got a couple of great characters Absolutely. there, don't we, Saucy? And uh, Danielle Ponta and Ebony Marinoff, mate, no doubt they are going to shine in the AFLW they season are. They're this all, year. They're all set, ready to go for season 2023. Well put, mate. Crows Radio Show with Sauce and Tom on this lovely Sunday morning. Always enjoyed watching this guy play. He played 60 games for the Port Adelaide footy. Actually, no, 60 for Adelaide. Port Adelaide, 20 for Port. This is this is the thing, Saucy. Yep. There's, a, there's only a few of the players that oh, no, played the Crosstown rivals. Triple so, M's very own Biggles. Uh, yes, that is true. Didn't yeah. play a game for Port, though. A little bit think. of Billy Frampton was he, one of those as well. Exactly. Uh, but, of course, we talk about Brad Symes. Brad, hello to you. G'day guys, how are you? Thanks for having me on board. No, we're going alright. Now Brad, we're going to kick things off mate, and um, and how the hell did it all happen? You know, you played for the Port Adelaide Footy Club for four seasons, but then you made the, the big decision, and the better one as well, to come over to the Adelaide Crows. Yeah, well, I guess how you, just as you alluded to in the intro there mate, I had quite an underwhelming career at both clubs, so, uh, and uh, yeah, 20 at Port and then 60 at the Crows, so I mean I always say this, it's it was a lot easier going from Port to the Crows because you go from 10% of South Australia liking you and 90% hating you, and then the next day it kind of flips on its head and all of a sudden 90% of the people out there love you. So that's that certainly made my transition a little bit easier. But I uh, enjoyed my time at both and kind of uh, uh, and happy to see both clubs kind of tick along quite well these days. As you, as you always say, mate, it works. You can, you can fit into any conversation in South Australia, depending which hat you're wearing. But uh, Exactly right. Let's talk about now. It's probably a positive and a negative, but obviously your last game for Port Adelaide, you were able to play in an AFL grand final. Do you want to talk us? Because it was a bit unique how you ended up playing that day as well as you, you got brought in late as well. So do you want to tell us a little bit? We don't have to touch on the result, but uh, yeah, tell us <laughs> about how, how fortunate you were to play in a grand final. Yeah, well, I guess at, back in 07, I was kind of in and out of the side all year and then uh, missed the prelim, which we uh, we beat North Melbourne by kind of 90-odd points. No one really remembers that score. They all just remember the one the next week. But um, Michael Wilson tore his Achilles in the prelim and then um, I was still playing decent SNFL footy at the time and, and got the call up. So, yeah, it was a bit of a Cinderella story there for a while. I mean, I probably did 20 interviews on the back of the car in the street parade the day before, but... Um, when I got into the ground 15 minutes in the first quarter and we were nine and a half goals down, I thought uh, it's not so much a Cinderella story anymore as much as it is a nightmare. So, Yeah, didn't, didn't quite go to plan. Now, mate, uh, obviously you're back back inside the Crows. Um, do you want to tell, I guess, our listeners what you're up to now and your, your involvement at the club? 
Yeah, it was a little bit cold turkey with footy for a while, but um, and when uh, you invited me graciously to join the, the past players uh, and officials board earlier in the year, um, yeah, I uh, yeah, it was pretty keen to get back in, given that you were chairing it, and um, I thought there were a few things that could kind of add to that group. So, yeah, really enjoying kind of looping back in um, some of the things that we're working on. I guess from a welfare point of view, for those players that kind of transition out, that that do it a little bit tough because you know it can be tough from time to time. For every uh, one Rory Sloan, there's probably 10 players that the game kind of spits up, uh, you know, chews up and spits out. So um, offering that support where we can for those that need it, but also just getting, you know, uh, uh, more and more of those past players to just to get back to events, to catch up, show their face. And I guess I'm I'm the exact demographic that we're kind of targeting the mid-30s running a business, a couple of kids, too busy to attend anything. and, And I mean... I know that you've been giving me a bit of heat the last few years for not showing my face to anything, so hold me accountable now and, and start to do a bit more of that. Oh, I like it, Brad. How did you find your transition made out of the game at the end of 2012? Yeah, I'd say mine was relatively smooth. I mean, I studied finance for about eight years while I was playing footy, so I managed to um, lock down a degree and then do my master's the year after footy and then kind of transitioned into a, a financial advisor role. So I was relatively lucky in the fact that I kind of Knew, knew what I wanted to kind of get into when the game ended. Um, obviously, transition can be hard when you, you know, your salary falls off a cliff. Um, luckily for me, I didn't earn that much in the playing game because I was a bit of an Aussie battler anyway. But, um, you know, there's probably a year or two there where you, you have to swallow your pride a little bit while you're lining up at Centrelink getting study allowance. Um, but then, um, yeah, it all worked out quite well. And really, I think I was nine years footy and now I've been nine years finance and, um, and really enjoying it. And dominating as well, Tom. And now, mate, this is your opportunity to talk about what you are doing now. Obviously, you created Stellan Capital. So uh, I, won't, I won't have a go at what, exactly what you do. I'll leave that up to you. <laughs> mate, I've been pitching to you for four years and you still can't tell me what I do. Um, no, I mean, when I uh, joined the workforce, uh, it was at Morgan Stanley in wealth management as a financial advisor. I was there for about five years. And then in 2019, um, three of us, along with one out of Melbourne, um, kind of left and set up shop. So we, uh, we now run Stellan Capital, uh, which is, a yeah, like I said, a financial advice firm. Uh, we've got an office in Melbourne, an office in Adelaide. And uh, yeah, really enjoy the role, mate. Um, love the numbers side of things, but also love, you know, catching up with people and chewing the fat and, and talking about their, um, the things that are going on in their lives too. So, mate, I'm, I'm pretty happy with where I've landed. Does that motivate you to, to help out people in that role, Brad? Have you got any success stories or anything like that coming out of it? Yeah, it certainly does. I mean, we're relatively lucky in the fact that most of the clients that we look after are, um, are probably a little bit older, a little bit more experienced and have managed to build up a decent amount of capital along, along the way. So they're not really, you know, looking at us to help pay their rent yeah. week to week. Um, I do like getting back to the, talking to the, I guess, the current crop of, of players or some of those that have recently retired and talking about some of the things that they could probably do or focus on just to help you know, that, that transition piece as well. So, um, yeah, it's good to kind of to, to speak to people at both ends of that spectrum. Uh, well done to you, Matt. That's StellanCapital.com if you were interested as well. And uh, Bradley can help you out. Brad, thanks so much for your time on this Sunday morning. No worries at all, guys. Thanks for the plug. Cheers, mate. Saucy 2023 has been a hell of a year, mate, and uh, it is the last Crows radio show for the year. We're not playing finals, unfortunately, due to a, a couple of reasons. But uh, anyway, we won't get we won't get into that. Um, but it is a year that we can look back on and uh, 
a whole heap of positives have been done in 2023 in terms of competitiveness and uh, a lot of individual honours that yeah. we need to award. Yeah, no, I think, mate, we, we've trended out of the, the R word. We hate using that one. So, but no, mate, the team's, the team's back. It's competitive. And a record against top four teams is actually really impressive. And I guess that's... That's what you want to judge your uh, your game plan, you know, your ability to compete. You want to judge it against the best team. So, um, without any doubt, mate, we've we've really done that this year. We've mm. shown that we can do it. Consistency. Now, that's another challenge for us is to make sure we don't drift through games and we keep uh, keep keep ourselves in games and, and close as well. But uh, and then I guess the second part of that is to make sure we finish games. We've lost obviously too many close ones mm. this year, which is which has hampered us in, in our in our win loss on the ladder. But Mate, some some real highlights. Uh, one game that wasn't close at all was Gather Round. Oh, that was a good night. How good was that? Thursday night footy. It was a packed house at Adelaide Oval, and we smacked the Carlton Blues. And a round where the focus is all on the city of Adelaide starts with the focus on what might be possible for the Crows. A commanding victory. A 56-point win for Adelaide to kick off Gather Round. Nine goals, if you don't mind, and uh, they are going to go deep into September, the Carlton Footy Club, and we matched it with the best and did them with ease. Yeah, how good was Gather Round, though? Oh. Uh, I just love the, love the Guernseys as well that we rolled out. Yeah, Obviously, true. wore them against Brisbane last week as well, which probably ties in our next one against the Lions. Spot on, mate. That was the uh, the goal of the year nominations to both Joshua Shelley and Isaac Rankin. Fogarty against the grind. It hits the deck. Rankin hands it off. Outside of the boot. Oh, my goodness. That's as good as it gets. Front row to the Show. Set up well beyond the ball, so Tom Duday at the back. O'Brien again doing some rugby, knocks it down to Rankin from the pocket. Oh. Sir Isaac blinds him with science. Incredible. Uh, weren't they? Weren't they? They're, uh, they're two walking highlights, those boys, and we're yeah. going to be set for a, a lot of fun times going forward, I reckon, Tom, mate. Uh, another man who knows how to kick goals. <laughs> and hasn't he had a year, this bloke? Taylor Walker. Kicking his 10th against the West Coast Eagles. Lid sends it long. Walker turns around. Doesn't go for it. Bumped off it. Mike Crummett spins it around the body. The Texas 10. Shouldn't have happened. Oh, mate, the thing is, and being one of his mates, I just know I'm going to hear about this one forever. How so, good, though. I know, the big foul. He's, he's turned one. Mate, you, couldn't, you could not script that night. No, I know. It was Wasn't unbelievable. It? Unbelievable. And then, uh, obviously, we had the bye the next week, so everyone was able to catch up and celebrate. Yeah. And, and what a moment for the club, and what a moment in our history, really. It's, uh, it's an outstanding night, but doesn't get much better than this last highlight, Tom. It's a round 20 victory against Showdown. It confirmed that we beat Port in both Showdowns home and away this year, so... This is something we can really build our future off is, is having big wins like this one. Walker wants it in the pocket. Oh, Sonberg. Eight seconds and counting. Oh. He wants it. He's not going to give it. But it doesn't matter. 50,000 people at the Adelaide Oval have witnessed one of the great performances from one of the all-time Adelaide Crows greats. A record equaling seven goals in a showdown. What a day, eh? Unbelievable scenes that night. Yeah. Um, yeah, nah, just shows that, mate, we're, we're right around the mark and, and Port obviously going to go you know, reasonably deep this year as well. So to be able to p- do that, perform in the game that matters to most of the Australians, yeah. uh, it's a game we love to win, no doubt. Onwards and upwards in season 2024.
Done and dusted for season 2023. That concludes the Crows Radio Show, Saucy. Unfortunately, finals uh, not on our doorstep this year, but uh, onwards and upwards in 2024. Absolutely, mate. It's uh, it's, it's obviously, like you said, a disappointing finish um, for the year. But yep. uh, result-wise, we've, we've showed a lot of... A lot of heart at times. You know, the boys never give up. They played some fantastic footy. A lot of satisfaction for a lot of fans this year, I'd imagine. So uh, we're all setting up. Obviously, going to be an even bigger year in 2024. Yep. Uh, but 2023 is basically just upon us with the AFLW just around the corner, like we've said. And you can get a membership from just $8.50 per game. This is incredible. Yeah, it is, mate. All the information at crowsmembership.com.au. See you next year, mate. Well done.